Hi everyone, and welcome to the Transform Your Confidence Show. This is a show about holistic leadership and advocacy, and I'm your host, Raj Gurn. Here's a bit about me. I'm a longtime serial entrepreneur who specializes in mindset, branding, media, communications, and marketing, and I firmly believe that great leadership and advocacy is predicated on the mission that everyone must benefit across the entire food chain. I'm an award-winning C-suite entrepreneur who has worked in the media and event space for the past 20 years with many Fortune 500, celebrity, and thought leader clients from around the world. At this point in my life, I seek to share my many insights and resources with anyone who wants to learn about holistic leadership and advocacy in a newly launched online community at the openchessconfidenceacademy.com where I've mandated my entire organization to provide products and services that center around knowledge, action and accountability. My goal with this show is to pull back the curtain, I mean way back, to bring you insider knowledge and resources on how today's changemakers are leading with intention and creating meaningful environments that serve everyone. I also want to help you reimagine what your life could be if you had a constant view from the top of the mountain. I believe that in order to get there and stay there, you need to learn from those who have a constant and unobstructed view of Nirvana. These are not just the usual suspects, but the ones that sit in the middle of the volcano as the lava explodes through the top of the mountain. They are the crazy ones who change the world, and they are the ones that I want you to meet. Are you ready? Let's go. For anyone out there who, you know, feels like, oh my God, you know, when is it going to happen? When am I going to see success, um, you know, in my company? You just heard it right here from Mia. I mean, her very first song um, made her known everywhere around the world, but it wasn't enough. You know, it, no. the, it was the repetitiveness of success that actually created her brand from a known brand to celebrity status. So let me ask you this then, Mia, what is it about entertainment-centric celebrity status that makes them so irresistible to mass consumer that maybe other brands could tap into and borrow from a similar um, connection? Like, what are your thoughts there? Like, what is it? That's a great question. It's the energy I feel. I feel. I. I feel it's. It's what you exude. It's like you're. You're giving them the luxury. So like the life. You know what I mean. That. That joie de vivre, and they're. They're curious about that because it's. It's pop culture, right? Like they. They want to see you dressed. Up, dressed nice. They want to live in a fantasy with you. You know. So people want to escape. So they want to escape through you. You know mm. what I mean. And that. And that. I think that's. That's the best way to explain it. And so, so what you're saying there is, um, you know, um, celebrity status from an entertainment brand perspective is an aspirational um, it's ideology. A to escape, yeah. They want to escape everyday life with you. Mm-hmm. That's what they feel. That's why they're curious. They're like, oh, what's this girl going on? Oh, let me <laughs> let, let's see what she's got going on today because my life is so like mundane. I want to live vicariously through you. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So let me ask you this, this. If there's anyone out there who is aspiring 
to, you know, go into the entertainment business, into the glamour industries, and perhaps um, those that are most commonly linked to celebrity status as we know it, what are the core ingredients that they need in place when starting off? Oh my God, be ready to work. Be ready to work. <laughs> be ready to be consistent and extremely focused and make sure you leave your ego at home. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can put it because you're there to serve the people at this point. Because if this is what you really want to be, you're creating something for the people, right? So you really have to let your ego, let it there, leave it there at the door and just create and be consistent and constantly give them what they're resonating with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, you can't be all over the place. You have to pick a focus. And until that focus is, is starting to... To, to generate you um, you income or even the, the, the known factor or people are, st- are starting to like ask you for collaborations and things like that, you got to stay consistent. You cannot drift away from your focus. Only when you reach, you reach success with your first focus is when you can start branching off into other things. You right. have to pick a focus. I love what you just said there, Mia, because, you know, a lot of people, they try and put their hands in, dabble in all kinds of things to try and see, you know, what will or will not work. But, you know, what I'm hearing you say is that what you have to do is to, you know, first of all, identify who you are, mm-hmm. be true and honest about who that person is, um, tap into the kind of the energy and the aura and the values that that person has and create your business from that kind of, you know, ground zero place and and, and then do the work, do the work, be consistent, yep. li- listen to the people out there who are resonating um, with what you're doing and, you know, hear what it is that they're resonating with and give them more. This is exactly what exactly. you're talking about. It, you got to give them more because mm-hmm. they're your audience. You got to give them so much value that they want to come see you every single day. It's so important um, that you just get, you continue giving them value and you don't dilute who you are. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's going to make them stay. And that's hard because, you know, when you get to um, a certain level of success where you're continuously seeing that your formula is working, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're the perfect person to ask this um, to. Where is it that you feel that maybe you may not feel the same amount of passion in what you're doing because you've done the same thing for so long. Like, you know, what has that happened to you? And if so, how have you dealt with it? Definitely. It's happened to me with the music for sure, because I, I did it for so long, 10 years. So I would, I'm chasing something new, something exciting because now it became, it, oh, it, I still love creating music, but I need something new to excite me. Some, mm-hmm. A new project to get me to how I used to feel when I first started that fire. So I, so that's called pivoting. So essentially, uh, you need to pivot. You do. You need to pivot. But you can only pivot once you've reached that success. Mm-hmm. You cannot get too comfortable when you're, until you become a household name and you have, you have it working for you and you're, generate, you're generating income uh, while you're sleeping. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, you know, I know that you've already answered this question, but I just want to kind of encapsulate it. Is there an order 
in which people should build out their brand strategy. For example, should they build an audience before they sell something or should they create something and then build the audience? Like, what's the order here? For me, I, I feel, and you know what? Maybe somebody else will, will will tell you differently. But for me, I think it's very important that you build a community first, that you know you're working on your craft on the back end. You're not putting it out there just yet, but you're focused on creating a community first, a niche community of supporters. So that way, when your first thing comes out, you already have those supporters because you're engaging You're engaging with them, even mm -hmm. if you just have 10, 20 people, because those 20, 10, 20 people are going to reach another 20, 40 people. Because if you're that good, they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to tell their friends. And that's going to build your community. So that way, when you start putting out more product, your your community is building with them. But I find it so important to really start to start with a community first. Okay. Even if it's just 10 20 followers then mm -hmm. focus on these 10 20 followers because these 10 20 followers are going to bring you ex like, who knows how many they're going to bring you if right is good so can work on your craft on the back end kind of see what they're into so that you can cater to them so mia There's so much access that everyday people have to free and paid platforms to be able to get in front of audiences to grow their brands today. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things you feel that they need to adopt in order to get to celebrity brand status if they are a personality-driven brand? If they're a personality-driven brand, be authentic. Again, authenticity is 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 the key word here. You gotta be authentic and you gotta give them value, real value, real, real value. And I love it. I love it. There's nothing more that I can, I can, I can say because those are the key elements. Absolutely. I, I mean, we all see it. There's, there's a mentor. Uh, everybody wants to be a mentor these days, but do you even know what it takes to be a real mentor? You have to have real results. Like mm -hmm. real results are so important. So make sure when you're taking advice from somebody that they actually been there, done that, have real results. Look how they're living their life. Like what are, are they, are they even who they say they are? Mm -hmm. Do your research before you, you know, before you grasp on to, to, to them. And if you're that person and you're trying to be a mentor, a mentor and you don't even know who you really are, then work on yourself because mm -hmm. that's not, that's, because that's not okay if you're if you're faking it till you're making it because you're t educating people with that th that really think you've been there done that and you're not giving them great information great value yeah absolutely and I, I think that that's kind of you know well I know that that's the reason why you know you've really kind of you know serendipitously fallen mm -hmm. into mentorship I mean you know, constantly being uh, approached by women, by girls um, to, you know, want to understand how they can develop their own personal brands, their own, you know, uniqueness in this world the way you have. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, you know, that's a big part of your passion project right now. Um, do you want to talk a little bit um, about that, Mia, in terms of, you know, why you feel mentoring at this stage in your life is important to you? 
Yeah, definitely. Because I feel I've been so blessed um, to experience to experience this life and to just, I've been so blessed to just live my dream and I've done it, but I did it with a lot of hard work. And I want every woman to feel that. I want every woman to be able to feel that inside of her, how beautiful it is when you're actually living in your, in who you are, in your truth, in your dream. It's, that's when you become the most feminine woman you can be. It's, it's the best feeling in the world. And I want to be able to help women tell their stories and help them become who they're meant to be. Because a lot of, like, the world is crazy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. not everybody has that type of support or the right the right network. And I want to change that. I, de- I definitely want to change that. Absolutely. So let me ask you this then. Um, is the opportunity different to build celebrity status if you are a woman versus a man? Like what have you seen be the case maybe with yourself and your male counterparts in the music world? Oh, it's definitely harder. Women have it definitely harder. We have to work 10 times harder. We have mm-hmm. to prove ourselves 10 times harder, 10, ten times more. We have to prove ourselves. We have to prove ourselves in so many level of ways you know and um and it, it's difficult it's difficult because unfortunately especially in entertainment it's still a man's world mm-hmm. you know so that's why it's so important that we stick together and that and that we hold ourselves accountable if we're not being authentically ourselves we cannot compromise ourselves in any way for ju- for to just get ahead because it's going to come back and haunt you Mm-hmm. It will. It will. And we got to change those things. We got to stick together and speak up when things are not done correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you're saying that because um, really there is strength in numbers. You know, yeah. I mean, the more people, the more women that speak up in, um, you know, a lot of these kind of male dominated industry of which most industries are still, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, because, you know, um, commerce was created for, um, you know, the male perspective. And so, you know, breaking that down um, so that we can make room for women and, you know, their value system and what they bring to the table um, is, is, is quite the task. And we can only do it if we all, you know, stick together, be that, that you know, women with women or, you know, women getting the support of, allyship from men like i i agree with everything that you're saying there it's it's so important and and honestly it can be very scary because they threaten you you know they can blackball you they can blacklist you they they, they have so much more power mm-hmm. but if you have a strong community behind you of women that are like not gonna let this happen then we're getting ahead here and yeah. we, that's why it's so important for us to build a strong community of women it's so important because that's the only way things are going to change. Do you know when this whole Me Too movement um, started to really kind of, you know, get legs out there in pop culture? How did you feel about that? Having been obviously on the receiving end of that industry, like as a woman, tell, tell me a little bit about how it felt to you Finally. to see that, that these women had the guts Finally. To stand up against the system. Yeah. Finally, finally. Because mm-hmm. I know it's very difficult because there's a, 
I mean, they can, they can end you really. And you know, you, you're, they have the power to do so. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they actually spoke up because they couldn't live with it anymore is, is, it was so beautiful. I was like, finally, somebody's speaking up. They have the courage. So that's why we need to support these women till the end. We cannot not support them. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Do you feel that social media is kind of the game changer here? Because, you know, this has been an ongoing struggle since the beginning of time between men and women from Adam and Eve down, right? Yeah. Do you feel that the game changer, I'm, I'm asking you this because I feel it is, I feel that the one thing that has actually, you know, changed the game so that people who ordinarily wouldn't be in positions of power um, are starting to have a voice in social media and getting support from many other people who feel the same as they do. But, you know, prior to social media, the game was really played by, you know, media houses and corporations that sold their narrative and controlled their narrative. Social media doesn't allow you to do that. It's the masses that have the power in that domain. So yeah, your thoughts. Oh, definitely. I think, I think that's the the best thing about social media is because now you can't hide anymore. If, Mm -hmm. if somebody did something wrong, there's somebody that's going to talk about it Mm -hmm. and that community is going to build and build and build. And that's why cancel culture is really, it's really, it's a real thing. It's really, and it's in a way it's great Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people that do need to be canceled that need to go find themselves because they're doing a lot of wrong. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's, it's a balance. Of course, I'm not saying that somebody might be canceled for, for something that's, that's not real. Not, that's not real. But when it comes down to the real deal, that's that like that's that's not good. I think it's great for that mm-hmm. because people are finally coming together and be like, "Hey, you shouldn't be on this platform because you're not a good human being." Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love the power of the masses. Hey, sweetheart. The power of the masses, and you know what? But that's why it's so important for women to stick together, and we keep influencing the right way. Because there, again, there is good and there is bad. Because a lot of women don't have the proper guidance as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so we gotta we gotta give support to these women because sometimes they just don't know no better, and they're doing what they think they need to do to survive. Right. You know what I mean? And we got to make sure that they know that they're supported and they're loved and we got you. Yeah. No matter if you, if, if there's a hiccup, if you did something that, that maybe wasn't politically correct or whatever, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. We can fix that. As right. long as we stick together. Absolutely. No we all make mistakes, you know? We Absolutely. All, that's life. But knowing that you have a community behind you and that you're supported is... that's the real game changer yeah that's that's everything I agree so I want to ask you this Mia so social media has single-handedly created the influencer marketing industry how are influencers different from celebrities now you have mentioned a part of this already um, as we were chatting earlier but I want to kind kind of really hone in on this well, for me, influencing is you're an influencer. So you're kind of going with what's next. You know what I mean? You, you, you're you not an established brand. You're just kind of going with the flow and, oh, this new thing came out. Let me hop on it. Oh, this new thing came out. Let me, you know what I mean? Let mm-hmm. me promote it. So you're more, 
you're like a vagabond. You're going with the times. But when you're a celebrity, this is what it is. This is what you can expect. And like, again, like I said, you control the narrative because you have real value. An mm -hmm. influencer doesn't have real, authentic value. It has value for their followers, yes, but not when it comes to to the to that type of power. Mm -hmm. Sense? It does make sense. It's really interesting, actually. Um, guys, so, you know, what I feel, Mia, um, that you're saying here is that celebrity brands stand for their own value system and they've created yes. it through the work that they've done so that brands come to them um, to borrow off of their value system. Exactly. Because their product aligns with who they are and the influencer piece of partnering with them um, gives them amplification for their product and service to get in front of people who are aligned to who the celebrity is, thus will be aligned to that product. Now, influencers are people who are brought on to also amplify getting the product in front of their audiences, but this is their job. This is actually their day job. Yeah, so basically to put it in a good way, Raj, it's like yeah. you said it. The brands come to the celebrity. The influencer go to the brand mm -hmm. kind of thing. Oh, I love that. I'm sure that I'll get a lot of people who are influencers that will come knocking on my door saying that they don't agree and I want to hear from you if that's how you yes. feel about this. That's the differentiating factor, folks, between influencers and celebrities is that celebrity status means that you are very well known for what you stand for. Um, and influencers are people who amplify the voices of the partnerships that they create with people. So uh, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, please drop it in the comments. Um, send us an email. So let me ask you this, sweetheart. Um, has celebrity status changed since you started in the game over a decade ago? And if it has, how has it changed? Oh, it definitely changed um, because of social media. You got to be so much more active. It, it's like social media. It has. It's a job in in in, in itself. You know, mm -hmm. you can't like before when I started. I could work on. I could take as much time as I want to create an album because I wasn't pressured to be on social media all day. Now, because of social media, you it's like social media become comes first before your art. Wow, you know you're so right. I know. It really does feel that way. <laughs> It really, is. it really is even for me. And it's been a, a hard uh, transition for somebody like me because I'm a very private person. Mm -hmm. I'm a real artist. I like my private time and I like my private life and I love sharing my art with you. But that's not enough anymore because I got to engage with you and I got to I, I got to show you parts of who I am and what I stand for on a daily basis. I can't just disappear for a year because you're going to forget about me because there's so much content con content thrown at you every day. So you got to be relevant. And that's the, that, that's a real big game changer. It's a real, it's different times. It's not like before. Mm -hmm. And people are also um, uh, like, I can't even make a three minute song now 
my cutoff is at two minute 30 because attention span is so short now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, big, it's a very big uh, difference from before. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's interesting because um, a lot of celebrities also have a hard time with what you're saying as well. Those celebrities that were around before social media, like you were, right? That transition to always need to be intimate with their audience when that was never a part of what they signed up for yeah. when, they, when they went into the game, right? Like their job was what was the relationship that was created with the public. And now mm -hmm. you add in the social media piece where people need to know what you're doing at every single moment of the day. Literally. Yeah. Like what you're eating, what you're wearing, what you're into, what quote you're going to post. Like it, it's a full-time job. It's, it's a like lot. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you're a real creative like myself and a lot of other artists, um, it's it's difficult to adapt that because it, it's harder for us to create greatness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, timeless, timeless bodies of work because we're so consumed with social media and social media can consume your whole day if you let it. Absolutely. And it's also very noisy. Yes. Like the shut off isn't there anymore. No, you, you don't even have a chance to shut off. It's like ding, 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 ding. And, it, and you become so much more accessible and it becomes addicting mm -hmm. because you, you're like, oh, okay, I'm talking to you. When in reality, it's like sometimes you need discipline throughout your day. You have allocated times for certain things. And social media kind of stops you from that because it's always on. Mm -hmm. always on. So you got to discipline yourself to only allocate maybe an hour or two a day on it. And that's the key here, right? So it's finding that middle ground, right? Because um, the power of social media to keep you relevant as a celebrity brand um, is more powerful than any other form of, you know, media and engagement out there. So it's necessary. It but is. creating a balance between how much you are accessible um, and how much you're able to kind of just keep to yourself is really important creating that line in the sand. Um, have you been able to do that? Yeah, I, I finally found that balance. I kind of found my groove. It took me a minute to find it. <laughs> because, like, no, I swear, it, it was so funny. Like, I, I was losing a lot of my followers because I wasn't engaging at all. Mm. And I'm, okay, I got to get used to this because this this is the new way of doing things. And I got I need this for my business. Of course. So I, I kind of had to, like, really, uh, like really adapt to it and at first I got kind of addicted to it I was always on it and then I'm like okay this is crazy because I was spending like three four hours on this things just scrolling 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 seeing what this person's doing that person's doing and I'm like okay this is too much because now I'm comparing that's not good right you know like it's very um it's mentally exhausting mm -hmm. <laughs> it is especially for a creative babe like you're a creative so and this is a thing for all the creatives out there um, when people think about creativity or they think about creatives, they think about them always being in flow. And I think that the piece that's always missing about, you know, real creative genius is that there is a huge amount of discipline associated with that flow. There is, you know, a time when you flow to be able to kind of see you know, what you're resonating with and what's coming to you from the creative process. And then there's times that you need to do the polar opposite of that and that switch off in order to be on when you need to be on. And I feel that that's a big thing that 
you know, creatives, um, you know, have challenge with is the discipline part of being a creative. And I think that that's something that you've just kind of, you know, mentioned that I feel is really important, Mia, and something that you've really, you know, honed in on is what is that balance between when you're in flow to mm-hmm. when you to when you need to kind of just be silent and still. How do you do that? I try to operate on a schedule, like mm-hmm. like a norm. I try to treat my 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 life like a nine to five because if I don't, I'm going to get lost because my brain is all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing for creatives. You got we need a structure. We just need a list, and we kind of got got to operate with the list and not drift off because once we drift off, that's it. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah you're gonna lose focus because we, we yeah. get caught up and then oh my god then you're gonna go over here and you're gonna go to Mo- to mars and i'm gonna go to venus oh i'm gonna go everywhere so you can't you gotta come back down and you really need a structure mm-hmm. when you're when you're a creative absolutely let's bust some myths about celebrity status mia yeah. you are the perfect person to ask this question to can you share a couple of common beliefs that you know through your own experience or through experiences that you've seen in your network base that isn't true about being a celebrity brand that is widely believed to be true by the mass populace oh that me, oh give yeah me a couple of those i'm gonna give you Oh, yes. Here we go. That you're always <laughs> booked and busy. That's not true. That you- <laughs> That's not true. It's not for any of us. <laughs> not true at all. Um, because like, again, like I said, there's cycles. So there's there's your peak time and then there's your downtime. So when you're in that downtime, you're you're not booked and busy. Um, but people think you're always busy and doing something glamorous every single day. And that's not true at all. <laughs> I love that you shared that. Yeah, that's like so honest. Yeah, I call it like it is. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> I'm a straight shooter. Another myth as well is that they think we have extreme com- confidence and nothing bothers us. That's completely not true. Like that's completely not true. Sometimes you read messages or like you get like bad messages and we read it and it really affects us <laughs> it can really it can really ruin your day it can, really can because most artists are extremely more sensitive than the normal person another thing that i've noticed um through my experience with a lot of you know celebrity brands over the years is that um they never you know they never seem to feel that they're quite good enough even though the world <laughs> thinks that they are Oh my you God, know, you, just, you just said that. You just said it. And honestly, I wasn't going to say that, but we always feel like we're never delivering to our fullest potential. We're never really satisfied with our craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always want to give you more. And I think that's a good thing yeah. because, you know, there's something in this whole idea of could I do or be better that translates over into serving at a higher level, right? Yeah, because exactly, exactly. That's so well said. You're so right about that. Mm-hmm. So as we get ready to round this off, sweetheart, I want to ask you this because we you know we've kind of touched upon a lot of stuff here on a high level. Um, can you encapsulate the key takeaways 
from our conversation on how to build a celebrity brand. What do people need to take away from our conversation? Yes. The number one thing is pick a focus. Pick a focus. Focus on that until it becomes extremely successful. Be consistent. Every day work on that craft. And then be authentically yourself is the most important one. And and, and be and always engage with your foundation, which is your fan base. Because there are essentially the ones that are always going to be there and uplift you no matter what happens, because they're your believers. Is there anything that you feel I've missed that you'd like to add before we close off, Mia? No, I think we've touched on pretty much everything. So let me ask you this then to close off. How can people get some more of your wisdom and your mentoring tips, sweetheart? Where can people hang out with you on social media? Well, you can always DM me on social media. I answer pretty much everything um, when it's when it's business related or if you have a question or if you want to send me um, a song or something you want me to listen to because you don't know how to put it out there. I'm there for you. I got you. I got you. I answer pretty much all of my DMs once a week wow. uh, on business related topics. <laughs> of course. Yes. 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 On business related topics, I do take a day out of the week and I answer all my DMs. So if you have a wow. question, yes, I do. Of course. That's, that's my journey. It's, it's my new journey and I'm quite enjoying this new journey and I'm so excited to work on, on other things and expanding that journey so I can give you the value that you deserve, you know, through lived experience right experience exactly exactly because honestly there's not much i haven't been through so so here here it is <laughs> here it is this is gonna be here the truth yeah. gonna, and and you know and you're gonna get it the way it is so just be ready for that guys and that's the uh, that's the key takeaway also um in terms of kind of you know the direction that mia's in today is that you know mentorship is about being honest And it is about truly helping a person through honesty um, and through experiences that the person has themselves already been through and perhaps found a better, easier, more direct way of getting through the jungle than they had. And I think that's kind of the key that I feel that Mia brings to the table um, through all of the kind of labyrinths that she's been through in the experiences that she's gone through. And so, you know, just make sure that you DM her. You heard it right here. Yes. She goes in the DMs and she answers them once a week. And Mia, we need you to do a some sort of a live where you do a Q&A once a week with people. I think that's going to be very valuable for people to be able to just you know, check you out once a week and come up with their questions. I hope you'd be open to something like that because I think that it would add so much more value to people's lives who are struggling with a lot of things that you've already figured out. Definitely, definitely. I'm definitely planning to get those things going. I'm working on on a great project right now that I can't really talk about, but I'm super excited about it. And you'll see a lot more value coming your way from me. I just want to make sure that it's um, presented the best possible way that I can to service to service you. So, so are you going to come back on the show and talk about it, Mia, when you're ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Thank uh, you. So of course, Raj. And you know, like. Raj, Raj is, is, um, 
Raj is the probably the the best mentor you can possibly get. So everybody on this, you gotta listen to Raj because she gives you all the value that that you can possibly get. She's just a phenomenal woman. So I I thank Raj. We need oh. more Rajas in the world. <laughs> oh, I love you to bits. Thank you so so much. Coming out of, you know, like just the, all the stuff that you've got going on right now behind the scenes, because as you mentioned, you're a private person, you know, you keep your projects. And that's one thing I've noticed with you as well, is that you keep your projects. Now, this is pay heed to this, guys, if you're looking at building your brand, especially to celebrity status, is, you know, work on your stuff and talk about it when it's ready. Yes. Don't talk about it, you know, and, and not get it done. And this is a big thing that I know Mia is very, very... Um, you know, much the kind of person that she is, is that she works behind the scenes and until it's ready for you guys, um, you know, she, she won't, she won't release it. And I think that's also a very important thing when it comes to understanding the value of your brand as well. You know, put your product out there when the product is worthy of being put out there in the public. I feel that that would be yeah. a key thing that I would put out there. Is there anything you want to add to that before no, we close off? You're so right about that. And, and that's a very good thing that you brought that up because I feel I feel that's a big part of my success. I've always been that way. And and you because sometimes you can launch something and once it's launched, you can't take it back. Mm -hmm. So I love to make sure that when I hit, it's perfectly executed and it's a boom from from the jump. Everything is calculated, everything is thought of because you can't take that back. You can't Absolutely. And when you're you're anticipating too much, if it fails, then you, then you get all that energy from from your foundation because and that's not good. That's not good if it doesn't if it doesn't go the way you want it because there's so many moving parts when you're launching something. Mm -hmm. So you want to launch something when it's you know it's like it's ready. Sweetheart, thank you so much for joining us for this really insightful conversation mm -hmm. and look behind the velvet rope of life as a celebrity. And 